grain. In today's economic climate, it is more important than ever to ensure you partner with the right people. CS Business Screen can help de-risk real estate partnerships by uncovering hidden criminal, civil, financial, and reputational risks. Investigations start as low as $99 and can be turned around in two business days. Avoid getting burned by bad partnerships and use CS Business Screen to get the data you need to make a confident business decision. Receive an exclusive 20% discount on your first investigation by visiting their website at www.csbusinessscreen.com slash cobble. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Investor Podcast. Excited to be back with you all this week. Uh, I've been catching up all yesterday and all this morning. I was actually out hiking in Montana um, in the Canadian Rockies, which was a lot of fun. Great to get to do that uh, with my girlfriend and some really close friends. And uh, really just an opportunity to unplug. We closed out a deal on June 30th, which hopefully we'll be announcing here soon. We've got to get everything wrapped up there. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And of course, while I was there with no service uh, for the overwhelming majority of the time, the breaking news came across our desk that Matt Onofrio um, has pled guilty to the $35 million in fraud that was alleged against him. And if you've been following the show for a little bit, you know that back in, I want to say it was January, um, we did an episode kind of covering what those allegations were and what was going on. So let me give you a brief you know, recap um, of what he was doing before we kind of dive in and talk about it further. Um, Matt was a, um, an, a commercial real estate investor. He had been mostly syndicating some of his deals or raising capital for a lot of them and focused in the world of single tenant net lease and triple net lease investments and had come up seemingly out of nowhere. Within, I want to say it was like three years, he went from zero to $150 million in net worth. And, you know, of course, when somebody starts claiming that they've done that, uh, everybody in commercial real estate wants to know, how did you possibly pull that off? I want to emulate you. And, you know, the first time I heard it, I, you know, maybe it's uh, the skeptic in me, but I just knew that that couldn't be right. Um, you know, I heard him on a podcast talking about how he went from zero to 150 million. And not that that's impossible to do in commercial real estate. I'm sure people have done it before. But when you add in the fact that they're doing mostly triple net or single tenant net lease investments, it's just not possible, right? I mean, these are basically the bonds of commercial real estate. They're incredibly safe and secure. They have, you know, 10 to 15 year leases with preset increases in rent. So the values of the properties aren't going to go up significantly within a two to three, even five year period sometimes, um, unless they're just in incredible spaces. It's not going to happen in three years. And so um, I knew something wasn't right. But of course, you know, just because I have suspicions doesn't mean I'm going to go talk about it. it I, it's not in my business. Um, but when, you know, the allegations came out, I had been thinking about it and, and we ended up doing a podcast and, you know, it was probably 30 or 45 minutes. If you just search Matt on a Frio fraud, um, it'll probably come up if you want to go back and watch all of that. Um, we dived into the allegations of him then. He was basically committing um, or allegedly was committing wire fraud, um, bank fraud, um, you know, forging documents, forging signatures and doing a lot of stuff that uh, is obviously highly illegal and no one should ever be doing anything like that. But two, it's it's all very traceable, right? Like bank fraud is incredibly traceable. Um, so that's, that's what really just surprised me. Maybe he thought that he could get out from under that water um, eventually and, and work his way out of it. Um, but that's just, it's not usually 
usually how it works. So um, we do have an update today. He has pled guilty in the case. I think he's set to be sentenced in January. Um, and it's a pretty interesting one. Um, NV stars is saying not even familiar with this individual. I'm interested in the subject though. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot that everybody can learn from this, right. And not just as commercial real estate investors ourselves that raise capital, but how do we avoid partnering with people like this? How do we avoid, um, investing with people like this? Because that's everybody's biggest fear when you go into an investment, right? And, and this isn't a commercial real estate specific issue. I mean, you'll see this in businesses all the time. Um, pretty much anything where money is involved, there are going to be predators out there that are trying to take advantage of you and make a quick, easy buck and run off into the sunset, I guess. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about how you can you know, aim to avoid dealing with people like this or getting into bed with people like this. Uh, and of course, you know, it's funny, we actually just signed this uh, sponsorship with CS Business Screen uh, a few weeks ago, and this came out last week. So it's a very uh, timely uh, episode for them to be sponsoring. I highly recommend that you check them out. I've actually used them before myself. Um, and the data that they can pull is pretty, pretty impressive. So if you're looking at partnering with anybody, highly recommend running them through that business screen. It pulls up any potential red flags that you need to know about before you get into business with them, um, which is very, very important. All right, let's get into this right now. So this is an article from therealdeal.com. There are a whole bunch of articles out there on this one. I just felt that this was the best one. Um, real estate investor Matt Onofrio pleads guilty to bank fraud. There's also a link in the show description if you want to go read this article yourself. Um, but it says, Wisconsin man forfeiting $35 million could face a long prison sentence. And if you're, again, if you were listening back in January, you know that we had talked about, well, it's only $35 million, but he claimed a net worth of $150 million. He was clearly probably lying about that, right? I mean, if you're forfeiting $35 million and you have a $150 million net worth, or at least saying you are, uh, one of those things is just not true. So um, let's see here. I'll pull myself back onto the screen. All right. So nurse anesthetist turned real estate investor Matt Onofrio could soon find himself in a new role. Prisoner. That's a brutal opener. The Wisconsin man pleaded guilty to one count of bank fraud, the Post Bulletin reported. The guilty plea was part of an agreement that will also see Onofrio forfeit $35.7 million, which is how much prosecutors estimate Onofrio reaped from his illegal schemes. Onofrio pleaded guilty to defrauding Mid-Country Bank in Bloomington, Minnesota, where deposits were insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. As part of the plea agreement, two other counts Onofrio were, uh, was facing were dropped. Um, and that's something typical that you'll see in cases like this where, um, you know, they're, they're basically just trying to get him to plead guilty to something so they don't have to go through a long, drawn out trial to prove anything. And it's usually in his favor as well, uh, because if you just go ahead and plead guilty to one thing, you just get you get the other charges dropped and you get you know, charged, um, I guess the, the suit or case moves forward for the one charge or the one count. Um, between 2019 and last August, Onofrio schemed to defraud banks in the Midwest, according to the plea agreement. Loans were obtained for an investment program marketed by Onofrio's Northwoods Management LLC, also known as Wild Moose Ventures. Onofrio tasked investors to claim that he had sufficient cash on hand to provide the down payment on a property even though he didn't actually have those necessary funds. This falsely represented the investor's creditworthiness, according to court documents. 
So he was actually wiring money to his investors. Um, at least this is what the, the, the last articles had alleged. Um, he was wiring money to his investors the day before closing or the week before closing, however it was. So that when the bank looked at their investors' uh, capital accounts, it looked like they had a lot more cash on hand than they really did. And so they felt comfortable closing. Obviously, you cannot do that. Um, and again, highly traceable. In November, Onofrio was indicted by federal prosecutors who claimed he made fake purchase agreements to fool banks and lend clients money without awarding banks. Onofrio was also accused of convincing buyers to purchase properties at inflated prices after he already bought them at lower prices. He would then allegedly help buyers secure mortgages and offer to cover the down payment in exchange for monthly payments with interest, allowing him to profit from the price difference. Now, you'll notice there that there is a very, very fine line between what he is doing and what wholesaling is. I mean, he's basically buying these properties at cheaper rates and flipping them to another investor. Nothing in that situation in and of itself is actually illegal. There's nothing wrong with that. You can buy a property and sell it to somebody else at a higher price. You don't have to tell them what they paid for it, though it is public information. They can go check the records. Um, but if you're intentionally lying to people about um, you know, prices and stuff like that, then you know there is at least a case there on the civil side, I would imagine. Um, so that's one thing I want to note too. This doesn't talk about any of the potential civil cases, uh, or maybe it will later on, but this is just the federal prosecution side. He could face other civil suits where he defrauded his investors. Among those victimized by Onofrio was mixed martial arts star Michael Chandler, who claims Onofrio charged him a $4 million markup on a property. That accusation wasn't part of the criminal indictment. Again, there's nothing really wrong with that. I mean, if the guy is willing to pay $4 million more for a property and thinks that it's still going to work or it works for him, there's nothing really wrong with that. You're welcome to sell real estate at whatever price you want on the open market. The forfeiture of millions could be the least of Onofrio's problems. Other potential penalties for bank fraud include a fine of either $1 million or twice the gain from the offense and up to 30 years in prison. I don't know what the what twice the gain from the offense could be, but I have a pretty good feeling it is way, way more than a million dollars. He will be sentenced on January 16th, 2024. I mean, 30 years in prison. That's that's what terrifies me. I mean, money is one thing, but man, prison time is yeah, scary. Five days after the expected release of his book on commercial real estate investing, uh, no word on the fate of that publication. Um, as far as I know, that book has been delayed and delayed, and I don't know if it's going to be coming out anymore. So that's pretty much the update that we have. Um, you know, it's it's uh, sad to see, right? Nobody likes to see um, things like this happen, especially somebody that had as big of a platform as he had through bigger pockets coming out here and, and sh- telling other people and coaching other people and, and coaxing investments from um, people who trusted him um, because he had this big giant platform. I mean, that's one thing that you've always got to be conscientious of. And, and, you know, I think the, the things that I'll say to you about avoiding other potential partners or groups like this is just do your due diligence and follow your gut. I mean, if, if things seem too good to be true, what I have found in commercial real estate is that they are, I mean, nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred, it probably is too good to be true. You know, if somebody comes out and says, you know, hey, I've got, uh, I've gone from zero to $150 million in net worth and you can do this too. Let me show you how, pay me. Uh, it's, it's a fraud. 
right? I mean, it's it's just not even possible to do that with the type of investment that he was doing. Now, could you come out and and go from zero to $150 million net worth in the triple net world? I mean, yeah, I guess theoretically it is possible if you start off with $150 million in cash, but you've already got $150 million net worth at that point. Um, or if somebody just gives you a whole bunch of properties or somebody uh, gives you all the equity and wants zero in return for it, you know, real estate is a slow game. It takes a long time to build up a net worth and it does start to snowball, right? I mean, after, you know, five to 10 years in real estate is when you really start to see the benefits of, of what you've been investing in. Um, there is no way to get rich quick in real estate. You can make good money, right? I mean, you can become a commercial real estate broker and, and make six figure commissions, uh, seven figure commissions in some cases. But um, I, I've never seen anybody go to a hundred million dollar plus in net worth uh, in, a, in a handful of years. Um, you know, the other thing is just do your due diligence, do your background checks, make sure that you're talking to people that know this individual and have invested with them before. And, and maybe some of these investors were doing that, um, but he hasn't been around long enough for anybody to have experienced a solid track record with him of what was going on. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's difficult to see. You don't like to see it because it makes all commercial real estate sponsors look bad when something like this happens. But the one thing that, you know, I want to leave you with on that point is that there are so many good real estate investors out there that are willing to bend over backwards for their investors and do things that they're not legally required to do or contractually obligated to do um, in order to keep their investors happy because most of us are out here for the long term, right? You know, we we had a deal where we lost about a million dollars on it because one of the partners decided to essentially commit fraud. And I stepped up and wrote a check to our investors for a million dollars. Um, didn't have to do that. I could have just said, hey, sucks. You know, sorry that that's, that's the way that this goes sometimes. But I'm playing this for the long game. I'm, I'm going to be doing commercial real estate for the next 50 years. I want to be able to uh, continue to count on those same investors um, time and time again. And the more money I make them, the more money they'll make me and we'll go buy more and more deals. So there you have it. Um, unless anybody has any questions on Matt Onofrio or the update here, sounds like we're going to get some more information as, as the months go on, as uh, January rolls around and he gets sentenced on it. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to throw the book at him because banks don't like being embarrassed like that. Um, and, you know, the federal government does not look lightly upon bank fraud. I mean, that is a huge, huge deal. They don't want to see that ever. Obviously, nobody ever wants to see anything like that. Um, but it's been a while, at least since I've seen something of this scale happen. And um, I, I have a good feeling that they're going to make an example out of him. So, you know, as you're going forth into your commercial real estate investments or, or real estate investments in general, just be very wary of the people that you partner with. I have a very tight circle around me now. We don't like to bring in new people very often because once you get out there and and you find the good group of people that you like doing deals with, uh, it, it, they're worth their weight in gold um, because you're all working together to do it. Uh, as always, um, be safe out there and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Commercial Real Estate Investor Podcast. Brought to you by CS Business Screen, the premier choice for de-risking real estate partnerships. Head on over to csbusinessscreen.com slash cobble for 20% off your first investigation.